0: Hey, Andy, who do the voodoo? <laughs>
1: Jim Hansen?
0: Jim apparently does. We've got public urination, yeah, kidnapping, a and a tribe of puppets ripping their own heads off. It's the evolution of movies, and it's going to be a good one. From real to strange, to silver screens,
2: from 1980 to today and in between, they talking best of the best, bring out their favorite guests movies from every year they breaking them down when they pop on the net when they pop on the net uh, start from the beginning uh, and every week they get into it uh, jack and andy shack hope uh, siskel and his old homie uh, grab your phone and get ready uh, turn it up like the music it's the evolution of movies it's the evolution of movies
0: Ah uh, yes ladies and gentlemen my name is jack farmer his name is andy rossi and this is the evolution of movie show andy Without getting too far into the weeds here, how are you feeling about this week's episode? This oh my year's gosh! Episode.
1: Yeah, this year's episode. It was a trip, to say the <laughs> least. I don't know what movie this was. I don't. I don't think I really watched it. I think it was all just a crazy nightmare,
0: <laughs> crazy fever dream. Well. For those of you who are new to the show, this is the Evolution of Movies show, and we call it the Evolution of Movies because what we do is we watch a movie, and then we talk about it book club style, but we always pick a movie that came out one year after the last movie we watched, so we started in 1983, then went to 1984, now we're all the way up to 1986. It's been a short trip, (laughs) (laughs) But it was back in a time when movie theaters had hits like Stand By Me, Aliens, and of course, Big Trouble and Little China. Oh, But we're not talking about any of those. We're talking about Labyrinth, a movie IMDb describes as 16-year-old Sarah is given 13 hours to solve a labyrinth and rescue her baby brother, Toby, when her wish for him to be taken away is granted by the goblin king, Jareth. Yep, that's that's it. It's This is a movie I am so excited to talk about, uh, a childhood favorite of mine, and I'm not the only one who feels that way, Andy. We also have our guest, someone who everyone may recognize for one of our most popular episodes last season. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Theo. Theo, how you doing, pal? Woo!
2: Hi, guys. There he Thank is. you so much for having me.
0: Uh, I am excited to talk to you about this one. I know you've been busy, uh, and that's why you haven't been on other episodes. You've been so busy. I know you've been doing some work with our pal Andy here on a movie.
2: Right. We've been busy, right, Andy? Yeah. Doing what? uh... Do
0: you want to
1: spoil it? Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, So there's this short film called Surprise to See Me. (laughs) Check it out on Instagram. Uh, We we shot. Theo was the first AD and now editing. Yeah, we should have something for everybody by the uh, end of the summer, is my
2: guess. Right yes it's a it's a fun dark comedy mystery. There is a lot going on yeah it's, it's been yeah. a lot of fun working on this project
0: yes, you have to everyone have to keep their eyes out for it. you know, in Andy's last project, I had one line this project, I have <laughs> zero, which tells me all I need to know about well but, but you are in the movie i am Somehow. i am but but let's talk about the movie that everyone is listening to the show today to hear about uh we're talking about labyrinth uh 1980s jim henson classic theo uh, have you seen this movie before what were your thoughts going into I, it this time around? i
2: watched this movie and man guys i was i was kind of surprised that you know this is not a a movie for kids this is kind of scary <laughs> I mean, yeah I terrifying. If you guys watched it when you were kids probably you've been traumatized
0: yeah. by it a little bit <laughs> Yeah, I'm so glad you said that. This was a childhood favorite of mine. As a kid, I loved this movie, but watching it this time, I was thinking, this is terrifying. This movie dark. is absolutely horrifying. There's not a single moment of, oh, this is a pleasant moment for a child to be watching.
1: <laughs> no, and when I saw Jim Henson, I was like, ah, Muppet Babies. Love right. Muppet Babies.
2: <laughs> right, right.
1: This was no
0: Muppet <laughs> Babies. There was Muppets and a baby, but no Muppet <laughs> Babies. This is true. <laughs> so That's, that,
2: that was very interesting for me to to see that George Lucas was executive producer on this. Yeah. And yeah. you can see that touch. He, he kind of gives you like Star wars vibe, like very like Yoda sort of puppeteering, right? Like all the creatures were incredibly... Uh, made that were fantastic. The VFX top notch for that time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And the story itself. I actually, I
0: really enjoyed this. I thought this movie was a very good mix of the things that make a show like this fun in that a lot of things I thought this was really well done and a lot of other things like, oh, they could not do this today or this (laughs) would be very different today. Uh, And so it was one of those fun things to go back and, and visit Andy, this is where we get to the the first game of the show, the Rotten Tomatoes game. And for people who are new, this is how the game works is Andy is going, Andy, you're going to tell us your thoughts watching this. Because I know this is your first time ever seeing it. So I want to hear your overall thoughts. (laughs) But also, I want you to guess the Rotten Tomatoes score. And then Theo, your job is to guess whether or not the actual score is higher or lower than what Andy picked. Now, (laughs) I need you to know that right now, the guests are winning the guests have guessed right more times than not so if you get this wrong you're kind of hurting the team
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right i don't know what this was guys uh i had heard of labyrinth but just saw like david bowie on the cover like vhs back in the day and i'm like well i don't want to rent that movie uh, just not my style. Uh, I still don't know what I watched. This was insanity to me. I don't. I'm like, this is real. Um, <laughs> but I've heard so much about it. And to be honest, when we were asking guests to do the show, this was the 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 movie that more people wanted to be the guest on. Like Theo, you mm-hmm. jumped on this one right away, yes. and a couple other friends that I like showed them the list wanted to also do Labyrinth. So I was like wow, this is going to be a great movie. But, Maybe it was in 86. I don't know. And there's so many people involved, like Jim Jim Henson and George Lucas. I'm like, I'm in. And Jennifer Connelly. I'm like, yeah, this young. is going to be amazing. Um, so I'm guessing people in 86 were like, this is great. <laughs> so I'm going to go based on that Rotten Tomatoes. Um, but guys, I can't imagine this is too high. I'm going to go pretty low because it's insane uh, some people probably love this movie or are screaming at me but i'm gonna go uh i'm gonna go like 46 That's
0: 46. Yeah. theo that would make it one of the lowest lower rated i would say probably bottom 25 percent of our ratings uh 46 you think it's higher or lower
2: oh it is definitely higher than that come on guys no, 40 for, for reference though for teen wolf movie? was like 42. It is probably
0: double that. Double? Mm -hmm. Double 46. That's my hunch. I want to do the math on that, but I'm a podcast host, so there's no way I'm going to (laughs) get 92, maybe? I don't (laughs)
2: know. I I want to say it's more like 80-something
0: percent. Rotten Tomatoes has gained the consensus that this movie is rated 75%. Get out of here. All right. 75%. (laughs) And... (laughs) I, I missed my log shot. This is the Come this on. is a, such a fun movie. Again, maybe I've seen it through the eyes of when I was a kid watching it. It's a fun adventure. I mean, you got David Bowie rocking the tightest tights <laughs> of all time, just letting oh it all goodness. hang out through the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That, oh uh, my
2: God.
1: This is probably uh, the worst I, I missed by like 30%. So it, I, I missed something. So it, you guys are gonna have to enlighten me.
0: Andy, you are going to get ganged up on this whole review. I think. Finally, I mean, it, yeah. You okay, and I are going right. <laughs> to beat you up on this one. I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, usually, uh, usually it's me that's very favorable about most movies. Not that I'm like non-favorable. This just wasn't my thing. Right? Why though? I
0: uh, will get into it. Right? Okay, okay. We'll get into it. I don't know well, how you could. I don't know how you could look at David Bowie on that cover and think that's not your thing. That hair. That outfit. Oh. I was, Come I on. was.
1: This is nineteen eighty-six for me. This was like Van Damme movies, uh, Sly mm-hmm. Stallone. You know, I was into that kind of stuff, action-packed. Maybe the Karate Kid,
0: but uh, mm-hmm. I would love to see this movie reimagined with Rambo going through the <laughs> lab. <labyrinth. laughs> I mean, uh, I'm in for that. <laughs> and just see how that would have looked. Um, just
1: murders all the puppets. <laughs> but
0: it, everyone listening, let us know in the comments uh, what you guys thought of the movie. What you would rate it? What percent you would give it? Uh, remember like comment share subscribe all those things are so appreciated you know we got a, a five star review on apple Podcasts, by the way wow whoa and uh <laughs> uh jose eighty three I appreciate you five star reviews uh and this is my favorite part is the comment no way yes, The comment yeah comment? says <clears throat> Jack is the man. Good stuff. Yeah. Jack is a cool guy and a great host. Interesting what? opinions on movies. <laughs> Jack, are you Jose? Jose, 83. You so Jack, get Jack's a gold ego. star. Five of what, what year were
1: you born, Jack? Was it 83? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. It it Jack, is. your
0: middle name's Jose, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Jack Jose Farmer. You, yeah. No, but I definitely appreciate the kind words, Jose. Thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, And if you want to get your comment read on the air, all you got to do is give us a five-star review and say (laughs) nice things, particularly about me. (laughs) (laughs) Watch, there's like 17 ones that are like, Andy's the greatest, but I just never read them. (laughs) After this episode, yeah. You're going to have some angry people angry at me. Um, Well, let's get into this movie. Uh, We start with... You have no power over me, Jennifer Connelly says before running home in the rain. She has to watch her baby brother, and she hates it. She accidentally (laughs) casts a spell that calls on the Goblin King, who offers her a crystal and throws a snake on her. He tells her that she has 13 hours to go through the labyrinth and save her brother. Theo, tell me about the characters
2: that we're watching and the world that they live in. I mean is completely insane. Like, this is the weirdest <laughs> thing ever, right? Yeah. Uh, at the same time, though, like, since we're talking about characters, I mean, to me, the most interesting thing here is that, I mean, we know that it that is uh, adapted from the book. It was already a movie that was ahead of its time just by the fact that you have, you know, not only, like, a female hero, right, finally, especially, like like Andy said, in uh, in the midst of you know like like action movies where That's the lead true, is yeah. this Jack guy that is destroying <laughs> everything and just making everything explode right but no in mm-hmm. this case you got a sixteen year old I think sixteen I don't know how old was she, Jennifer she, she Connelly she played
0: here? she played a sixteen year old uh, uh-huh. Google says she was actually fourteen Which, let's keep that in okay. mind her well, age oh, for oh, a right, later so, oh, Andy. We will, (laughs) we will discuss this. Okay, good. (laughs) Super weird,
2: but then again, you know, like like teenage youngling, so that that goes through this this character arc. Basically, the whole story is her in the labyrinth, right? And and you see her character change from basically being a child to kind of becoming a woman, right? So like from from the beginning where she's like, I'm not going to take care of my little brother no way right until the end where she's completely the opposite right she she's caring for the brother she's going through this maze and she's uh liberating herself of every kind of like childish toy right to embrace the fact that she's growing up and she's empowered right mm-hmm. and i think that that is the kind of the the real message about the movies like this character has to grow I really enjoyed seeing the character like her character performing this sort of adventure and and journey and I agree on yeah. the other what Andy?
1: oh no, no, go ahead, I just said I agree. I think that was the best part of the movie was Jennifer Connolly acting skills at that age. It's insane, right. like it's she's insane. great, and Super. she's
2: so young, yeah, and I- I Bobby did... too like he was amazing, like I wasn't expecting him to be this good, right like you always feel like. All right, like you're a singer or something. So, you know, that's that's your realm. You you should stay there because, you know, acting is... Oh, he doesn't thing, leave. But... <laughs> he does... <laughs> we, get, we
0: get some song in there too. Uh, but Andy, I, I want to talk to you because we're definitely going to dive into David Bowie's character. But I want to talk to you about... This is our first view of the Goblins. And mm. you hear about, you know, Jim Henson, Muppets and things like this. Yeah. The first time you see them, they are immediately <laughs> <That's> terrifying. <scary. laughs> Tell me about your first like just your thoughts seeing these these puppets at the beginning.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I said, I start this movie, don't know what I'm gonna get myself into, and I see Jim Henson, and I'm like, oh, good. Oh, I love the Muppets. I love Muppet babies as a kid. And then then you see the goblins and they're so scary because i thought it was going to be like oh they're the goblins and it would be these cute little goblins that come in they all look like elmo or something but no these are maniacal looking devilish creatures and for her to wish her brother which i thought was so funny she like wishes him away by these goblins and then like probably she realizes oh wait these are scary goblins immediately regrets it right which i thought was kind of bs it was like you know, the Goblin King should have understood. She's like, okay, I was just, he was crying, you know? He should have like, understood <laughs> he's Jareth the Goblin King. Well, I mean, like, he should be like, oh yeah, you have a baby brother, like, you were mad, and she like immediately regretted it. He should have gave her like a mulligan, like, okay, if you do it again, then <laughs> the Goblin will take away. If
0: you accidentally summon me again. <laughs> uh, but this was, so I always pick the wrong, everyone gets mad at me because I pick the wrong side, but This girl was terrible. She was a terrible human being. She was late and she was mad at her parents because she was late. And then she has to watch her brother. Yeah, guess what? Every kid has to watch their little sibling. That's life on planet Earth. But she acts like it's the worst thing ever ever, when she lives in this beautiful home. And her parents like, can we please just go on a date once, you ungrateful child? And she's like, eh. And, And by the way, by the way. The dad's like, I fed the kid and put him to sleep already. And she's like, Oh, I gotta stay home. Like, she he, he did all the work for you. Why are you so crabby? you <laughs> cringe.
1: Well, you know, he's a isn't he like a half brother or stepbrother? So she never wanted this
0: kid. Yeah, it's yes. not her fault. Yeah,
2: because the dad remarried or something. Yeah, she's got an evil stepsister. How dare how
0: dare her dad find true love again? Yeah, what the a jerk. That
1: and. And yeah. can we talk about Jennifer Connelly's eyebrows? Were great then too.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean and those you know, amazing you know, beautifully.
0: You know a few things about uh, iconic eyebrows, Andy. I do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I want to before we get it. I don't want to get into all the depths of David Bowie because there's a lot of stuff we're going to get into oh, with him. Yeah. But this watch through because I haven't seen it in a long time. I remember I I thought I maybe it's because David Bowie, so you, I like him because he's got the style and stuff. But I didn't realize he was a jerk right off the bat. I thought he kind yes. of swindled her a little bit. Looking oh, yeah. back, I thought it was one of those like, oh, no, I'm a good guy. And she thought he was a good guy. But no, he, was, he threw a snake on her. Yeah, what yeah, the from heck? From the very beginning,
2: he, he makes it very clear. Like, I'm not a nice guy here. Not yeah. at all. Like, I'm the, the antithesis. I'm the bad guy. Right? Yeah. Like, you got to fight me Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah.
0: If anyone ever throws a snake on me, I don't know what I don't know what my reaction would be to that. Her, reaction, Shriek.
1: her yes. reaction to him showing up was funny though. She's like, Goblin King? <laughs> <laughs> like, wouldn't you be if some grown man was in my room and I'm 13 years old, I would freak out. But she's just like
0: <laughs> goblin king maybe she says that, yeah. that to everyone like the phone rings and she picks it up and she's like hello is this the goblin king <laughs> <laughs> she's just expecting eventually he's gonna show up what are these so days that's,
2: that's the thing guys i i really like this movie for its weirdness right mm-hmm. and and my question for you is actually is this like he's the goblin king how come he's the only one who doesn't look like a goblin
0: because he's magic he doesn't want to look like that they're terrifying <laughs> i mean <laughs> If I had the power to change the way I look, I wouldn't look like a goblin. they're all there terrifying. Maybe they were all cute at one time and he just made them all ugly. <laughs> well, the the journey starts speaking of ugly goblins. We're in the uh, we're in the <laughs> labyrinth now and Sarah interrupts Hoggle and his fairy killing and he shows her <laughs> the door into the labyrinth. And a worm tries to help her while the Aww, her like baby the bro yeah. gets traumatized by the <laughs> goblin king and he's thinking about food. <laughs> Andy, I got it. Like, <laughs> I was. Oh, man. So there's two levels to this when I say this kid is traumatized. One, yeah. the baby brother is in a pit with all these goblin <laughs> monsters. <laughs> Yes, you know, chomping at him. Yes. Uh, While well, David Bowie just sings a song about voodoo. But I was thinking beyond <laughs> that, Andy. You're an actor. This is a real kid with yeah. these terrifying creatures around it, crying for its life. And like, Let's just do another take. Let's just do it again. Yeah.
1: Whose parents like let this happen? Like, oh the yeah, little Jimmy, little, J- little Jimmy. Nothing. <laughs> he's okay. I'd like to check in on that kid now. Let's see how he's doing. <laughs> Every night he's just having like reoccurring dream about what's the one called that's killing the fairies? What's that one? Uh Hoggle.
2: Oh
0: God. Hoggle, Hoggle. Who
1: later is like pissing in a swamp or
0: no? He starts pissing. <laughs> that's how you're introduced to him. He's pissing in a swamp. Hoggle. In this kids movie.
1: Was Hoggle an uglier version of Dobby the elf? Like I felt I think like Dobby the, the end,
0: elf is a. <laughs> yeah a handsomer version?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know. But it was funny. Like, at the end, he was like, friend. I'm like, oh, it's like Dobby. Uh,
0: So I got to... And Dobby's way more handsome than this guy. Come on. (laughs) No no arguments. I just never thought I'd call Dobby handsome. (laughs) Well, it's it's all relative. It's a weird thing I didn't think was going to happen. Only on the
2: evolution of (laughs) movies. Yeah.
0: Theo, this is where... uh, We're still very early on, but I think that this is where the magic of the movie really starts to take hold of me though is with the little worm and with hoggle and it you start to feel that classic magical adventure that someone goes on where they're meeting these characters along the way and some of them stick with them as friends some of them are evil Mm -hmm. some of them are good um it just kind of talks to me about that and and just how this as crazy and scary as everything is there is these levels of maybe george lucas type just classic adventure
2: It kind of reminded me of never ending story also a little bit right mm-hmm. like at the beginning when they go into the magic realm um it's very dark, it's very mysterious it's very very much like uncomfortable right like the mm-hmm. the work that they did building up you know with between production design scenography, everything there was you know aiming at giving you that sensation of you know an unsettling. Uh, dangerous world filled with this mm-hmm. insane magical creatures that you don't really know. It's like, are they good? Are they bad? The guy is literally destroying fairies, right? Like this, right. So you're like, where am I? And at the beginning, you you actually you see the you see the labyrinth, you see the maze. You 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 understand um, this is gonna go. somewhere bad (laughs) this is gonna go badly at some point but the worm was you know very nice it is kind of very Tim Barton-esque kind of creature and you know it's helpful because it gives her as soon as possible it is giving her the key to understanding that world right like nothing Mm -hmm. is as it seems and and that is the key, the key I would say for like our world as well, right? Like people can present themselves as who they're not, right? Like someone can introduce uh, themselves as very nice, but you know, it might be a trick. It might be some you know sort of um, um, disguise, or you know. And in that case, that she was walking toward the wall. And she was like, wait, where, where am I going? There is a wall. And and the woman was like, no, you should, you should go ahead, go ahead. And and that thing reminded me of, um, I don't know if you guys watch um, Book of Life. It's uh, mm-hmm. Guillermo del Toro. And that yeah. was another, right? Like it's a very similar scene with the same thing kind of happened. So it, it feels there is some sort of like a thread through all these fantasy movies that, that I don't know, there is like an underlying meaning there about this deceiving world and the, the, the fact that you as a character must uh, understand this concept to navigate through the difficulties the something that
0: clicked for me the first this is the first time I ever realized this because I, I always thought the the worm was a nice character, but then I, as this time washing through it was the first time I was watching. And the worm keeps saying, "Not everything is what it seems. You can't trust anything." Why don't you come inside? Why don't you come inside? He kept trying to get her to come inside. And now I wonder, what if the worm was evil and trying Aww. to get her to trust he it? Was sweet, uh, <laughs> you can't trust. <laughs> I mean... You can't trust what you see, Andy. Well,
1: this movie in general. I, you remember when David Spade used to go? I remember it the first time when it was called blah blah blah. Like. Yeah. And this was like, I remember this movie the first time when they called it Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> to me, it was the same thing. Like, it's just like right. this girl in this crazy world. She right. sees the worm who in Alice in Wonderland is a caterpillar. Like, mm. so it's like quite similar creatures. This girl's got to get out of the. But I think in Alice in Wonderland is she um, It's a dream, I think, in the end. Where this was Kinda. was was real?
0: Spoiler alert! <laughs> no. uh, I don't know Willis how is a really ghost. Was, I do want to talk about this—the uh, musical numbers. Andy, Th- oh, there's gosh. a lot of them throughout this, and yeah. oh, especially God. this one with that. David Bowie early on. Did they think this song was going to be a hit? This felt like they presented this like a music video with him, mm-hmm. and, and there's a few mm-hmm. others that kind of do the same, but like this first one he's singing and, and singing to the camera and like performing to the camera. Yeah, Do you think strange. they thought this was going to be a hit? Like, was this a supposed to be like a let it go?
1: I was pretty confused. So my thought was David Bowie, like Theo said, turns out to be a pretty good actor in this. And I agree, but did he act in anything before this? So my thought is Jim Henson and crew were like, okay, we're going to let him act. But he said, he's got some songs he's going <laughs> to sing. We know his music's great. <laughs> So, we'll just let him do his thing. And then he just was like, Hey, guys, I'm going to try something a little different. And then he did that. And then they went, Well, he's David Bowie. So, so I guess that works. But yeah, it was, mm. it was this weird. movie, like I said, was just all, I don't know. It was puppets weird. And Muppets was, and him dancing
0: and... around with his baby and all these monsters oh, was yeah. weird. It was a weird thing. <laughs>
2: The, um, those guys with the fire, the flames. And the oh,
0: we're gonna chilly right. down with the fire gang in a little bit oh here. We're not oh ready to chilly down just yet. At this point, we move on, and the Goblin King is worried about how far Sarah's getting. While Sarah talks to a couple of guards, one who always lies and one that always tells the truth, yeah. uh, they send her down what I call the gropey hole. And at the <laughs> bottom, she runs back into Hoggle who, for the price of some jewelry, agrees to help her. They walk down a path of false alarms until the Goblin King takes time off the clock and sends a cleaner after the heroes in the tunnel. Rude. Mm. Theo, this is my favorite line of the movie, right here. (laughs) You gotta understand my position in this. I'm a coward, and Jareth scares me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah
1: huggle honest all the time
2: just, honest mean. yeah i mean that's that's what it is it, it, it fits with the character right like that's uh some characters are so honest that they will just reveal you their flaws <laughs> like this and the dialogue is not on the nose to me it's just like that character would say that right yeah especially yeah. when you know like the 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 helping hands was one of the scariest moments to me to watch was, come on, this is insane. <laughs> what am I watching? <laughs> right. If you, know what it felt like guys, like I'm watching a heart house sort of movie, mm. right? Like there's yeah. like this stylistics. That's why I like my reference to, uh, Tim Barton or even Alice in Wonderland, right. With the two guards also, like it really yeah. got me like, cause they're very card looking. um, it's like I'm watching something that is very artsy. There is really not for kids. There is something that, that they're going very dark and it's coming from this book and there is something weird going on. It's music and I don't know. But the writing, the writing was good, guys. The, the, the hero's journey for her was well said. Uh, I thought the structure kind of really, really was on point uh, for, for her character's arc and evolution. Mm-hmm. And and the dialogue it, it fits kind of the the style here, right? Was this for it's kids? Kind of
0: weird. I thought it was for kids. I thought this was a kids movie. There's no way. Like at least make Hoggle so. Hoggle scary.
1: Like he's supposed to be like the nice goblin. It's like make him look like anybody else.
0: Hoggle's scary, but he's nothing compared to half the other things. And it's like. <laughs> Yeah, but Hoggle's supposed
1: and, to be our nice guy. And we'll get—you like, we'll, got to make the nice guy look like I don't know,
0: Fozzie hey, Bear. Or something, we'll, right? we'll get into like, we'll fuzzy. get into we'll get into this again in a second. But I can't imagine a producer, a director, whatever, sending someone who is that age down a tunnel where a bunch <laughs> of grown hands are going <laughs> to be. No, like I. I I was like, as an adult, like, as a kid, that scared me. I was like, oh, that's so creepy. Yeah. But now as an adult, I'm like, who greenlit that?
2: <laughs> right? Like, like <laughs> Legally, you're going to end up in a terrible well, place.
0: It doesn't get any better. No, it, <laughs> exactly. it does not. Uh, but I do want to say, Andy, this is something that I think we got. I, I'm going to say we got to give the movie credit for, and that is just the overall design of this world that they Absolutely. have. I, I yeah. thought the, the, the worm, the... Uh, what I love is like the cleaner and how it like looks like this big thing, but then once it passes them, it's just a bunch of guys on a little like bike type thing moving it. Yeah. Um. Just every character felt like it had a a background, you know. Like there's like you can kind of tell what kind of person Hoggle is, and and what kind of what his house probably looks like. You could you could tell what the guards are like. Like it almost feels like all the creatures have their own little culture that you could understand them living in if that makes sense oh yeah Mm -hmm. and
1: like very much had their own voices like no voice was like wait i think that's the same voice as that guy like uh i called him ape guy loop ludo like ludo Ludo. like his voice is completely different than uh (laughs) ogle uh they're all they're all like different like you could be like oh there was the guy with the chicken head there's the guy like Mm -hmm. they all had their (laughs) chicken head guy Mm -hmm. as you can tell i didn't (laughs) catch their names uh but all the (laughs) goblins looked different had like different personalities and the puppeteers i mean freaking awesome because they look i mean it's like you're really in like a world like jennifer connelly as an actor in that you're acting aside puppets but they made them like very kind of i I wouldn't say real realistic's the wrong word but they made them like real things so you can act with that like i i think it'd be easier to act with Those type of things than like in the movie Ted where it's like completely animated and you got to, you know, act Mm -hmm. with a tennis ball or whatever it is. This was like,
0: okay, I'll act to this puppet right here who seems kind of real. I think, now I think uh, a lot of the stuff like David Bowie is going to get the credit for this or Jennifer Connelly or whatever. But to me, I think that's the magic of this movie is you feel like you're getting lost in this world and you can imagine Mm -hmm. yourself in the labyrinth and with all these characters because of how everything seems so well put together. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Uh, and that's like credit to Jim Henson too. I mean, that guy, just history of just putting together i mean all the muppet movies are crazy like you're like oh yeah this is a uh, kermit's going to apply for auto insurance like I, don't, I made that up obviously but they do like real life things you're like oh yeah there's so there's gonzo make <laughs> that's, uh, the, that's the beauty
0: of that joke is that i was like i bet he did he's probably Andy's probably talking about a real muppet yeah could be there's a lot of them they ran um, out of ideas <laughs>
1: muppets get a mortgage
0: so, uh, so <laughs> <clears throat> after the cleaner, uh, they escape the tunnel and they run into an old man with a bird on his head. Hoggle <laughs> abandons Sarah when he hears a loud roar. She saves Ludo from some monsters, and now she has to deal with two door knockers. Ludo falls down in a hole, and Hoggle and Jareth argue about giving Sarah a cursed fruit when the most terrifying thing I have ever seen in my life happens. Mm-hmm. Andy. Tell us about Chili down with the fire gang. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was my favorite part. To be honest with you, those guys are amazing. And then yeah. she's just like, you know what? I was going to take all your heads off. <laughs> and uh, that's the, I have the right guys, right? Those are the yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm watching that. Like I've already seen most of this movie. Then my wife comes in the room to start watching and that's the scene she walks in on. <laughs> And she's like, what are you watching? I'm like, this is the best part. I'm like, oh, my God, she took all their heads. Yeah, so those things were nightmare fuel. But
0: I thought, hilarious. Theo, as a kid, I, this is one they terrified me. As a, this is a, <laughs> and, and, and the fact that now that I've watched this time, they play no part in the story. This <laughs> no. is just None. a oh. nightmare-fueled, music video yes we're we're in the
2: in the famous fun and games right like right. It's so fun and means- games i
0: can't
1: sleep after watching this <laughs> that's still fun
2: <laughs>
1: and they are scary before their heads got removed yeah so that's oh my God. like oh these are pretty <laughs> creepy and like, then their heads take were- her head off <laughs> and then they said then they got mad because they said oh you can't take our heads only right we can take our now, heads.
2: now we're gonna take yours uh, she's she's like, like,
1: no, no, no. is there any other movies you could think of where you know there's a little girl lost and they talk about off with their heads does that guys remember <laughs> any? see I'm telling you right
2: well, right well um yeah, only alice in in wonderland has like reference to chopping the chopping of the heads yeah. but but the but, you know, like this
0: what were they called again the fire gang the oh, song fire was called chilly down right and uh fire gang was the name of the group so it was Chilly down with the fire gang. Oh, that I should be burned into my brain because I will never sleep again because of the fire gang.
1: They should get a spinoff. Uh,
0: but <laughs> Theo, tell me about uh, I, I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, that's terrifying. But uh, um, Theo, tell me about I think what a lot of people's favorite character in this movie is. Talk to me about Ludo. Oh my God, Ludo
2: is adorable. That that is the the character that you know really made me feel like okay, maybe it's for kids after all, right? Because mm-hmm. he's such, I don't know, it's a sweetheart, very just you know the good guy. He doesn't even know how to fight. He's just he's just a giant monster, right? But with a heart mm-hmm. of gold. So that the first thing is that it made me feel like the backstory there is, you know, like he's already being captured. So he's already being, you know, like, like ab- abused, right? By the other goblins because they mm-hmm. wanted to, you know, use him for, I don't know which kind of monstrosity, <laughs> Take uh, off but, his head. but he's, but he's after all a sweetheart. He just looks like a demon, right? <laughs> like a giant <laughs> demon, but he wants friends that's what he wants right does he and, summon
1: rocks did i get that right and he can yeah.
2: summon farty rocks
0: Farty <laughs> rocks <laughs> he My can new. summon farty rocks that might be the title of this episode <laughs> but
2: uh
0: <laughs> this is uh uh oh man yeah it, the uh There was a little scene here. It played no consequence to the movie, but I I thought it was just a fun little thing to add. I thought added so much character to this movie was when Hoggle and Sarah are walking through this little hedge maze area and there's like a guard walking around it also and they're just narrowly missing each other as they're walking (laughs) through. Um, And I thought, again, it played no consequence to the movie, but I thought it was just a fun little like set the tone of this world that they're in. And I also love the weapons that the little... Goblins had where it was like a, a baby, like monster chomper on a stick, and they were just like putting it close. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that was good. I thought oh that God. was just great character design. Uh,
2: yes, yeah, world uh, building, right? Like, yeah, this is like amazing. They came up with this real goblins with those little monstrous spears. Thing How high was bite? everyone?
0: You think? I don't
2: know. Oh. I, uh, <laughs> I mean.
0: I don't sure. I don't know if they ever came back down <laughs> at craft, at craft <laughs> services they just have mushrooms. <laughs> uh, so we we get past the fire gang Hoggle actually saves Sarah from the fire gang and she mm. kisses him. So he gets sent to the bog of eternal <laughs> stench. They find Ludo there. A fox creature fights Ludo, and he gives them permission to pass before the bridge collapses. But Ludo uses his voice to bring rocks to make a new bridge, as Goblin King explains that if Sarah eats the fruit, she'll forget everything. And she does. Sarah forgets everything as Jareth blows her bubble dreams. Andy, walk us through this music video of a 38-year-old David Bowie wooing a 14-year-old <laughs> Oh, Connolly. my
1: goodness. Guys, what is going on here? Mm-hmm. Like, I was watching that going like, okay, um, it's not going to be like a romantic thing. That wouldn't, They wouldn't do that. But as you keep watching, it gets more romantic. Right. Uh, <laughs> definitely don't understand this. Like, I'm, I'm, I was actually wondering. I'm like, did it? did he shoot this movie and it was with like a 28 year old and then it just didn't work. And they did reshoots and Jennifer Connelly had to come in and they're like, ah, oh, we'll just use her. Cause it, he seemed very interested in this young gal. So no, I,
2: apparently though, it's uh, it's in the book, right? So there is this scene uh, that was supposedly being like her sexual dream about this guy that, Actually, we would see I, I don't remember if we can actually see a photograph of him and her mother. So it is kind of hinting to the fact that he's the new partner of her mother. So she's kind of having this thing for him, but then he's also implying that it's some sort of I think the movie didn't have uh, <laughs> the
0: movie was like, I don't know. I'll be honest, him <laughs> them know. having a thing if he's with her mom doesn't make it better either right <laughs> that doesn't right. mean it It makes it worse I it think. makes it
2: weirder
0: yeah i i'm trying to imagine how they pitched this to him like did has, has time changed that much i feel like i, I don't know you know like since eighties that i feel like if i'm i can't imagine a 38 year old being like oh and then i'm gonna look at this girl who and we're gonna have Clearly, sexual tension between us, and they like, No, 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 she's 14 in real life, but she plays a 16 year old. Yeah,
1: see, that's to Ew. me, that's
0: that's, that's that's the craziest. Not even thing. better, that's, yeah, that's... it's
1: it's flipped. It's like the characters in 902 and were 37 years old playing <laughs> high schoolers. <laughs> uh shout out to Ian Ziering but uh I don't think he was that old uh but you know she was young playing older which is even scarier like because if she was like 21 in real life and was playing a 16 year old still problematic of course but right, in my yeah. head, it's just not quite because I'm like, OK, she was of legal age in real life, so everything's fine. And I thought at first it was going to be like almost like a battle scene, like he was going to be like, I'm going to come after you. But
0: then it was just like very sexual. I don't right. know. It was odd. Yeah. Just a weirdness <laughs> to it. I uh, It's, it's yeah, hard to transition to from that, long. but. But, well well but, well
1: real quick, when she ate the peach though, was that supposed to be she was why didn't why didn't it just be like a neuralizer like in Men in Black? She eats the peach and then just
0: forgets everything.
1: That's not how like, magic works, Andy. <laughs> to me, it's just like God. So for that's a di- forget-
0: there's, Andy, there's a difference between science, men in black, <laughs> and <laughs> magic. Mm. The <to laughs> goblin. Got it right <laughs> they were they just were very different i don't have time to break down no. the difference <laughs>
1: i feel like we can put these movies together though i've seen a lot of the creatures from men in black are right. in this but, movie
0: it's it's a very tough transition though to go from talking about a 39 year old trying to woo a 14 year old but i think i can do it by asking theo to talk to me about the fart sounds of the bog of eternal <laughs>
2: Yes, that that's also another part that made me feel. I mean, right after that crazy scene, you need something like for for. A, I don't know. Yes. Just, you need parts. Make it more funny and, when and approachable doubt. for kids. I don't know. I, <laughs> i don't know sorry just, that, we need some laughs here i think there's too much made.
0: approaching kids if you ask me <laughs> well oh well <laughs>
2: with, yeah. with farting rocks party rocks they you, always work
1: <laughs> you made a good point though jack you're like somebody told david bowie like okay you're 37 whatever it is you got to woo a 13 year old okay got it and uh also also there's farty <laughs> rock there's farty <laughs> rocks all right sounds good
0: as long as i do my songs right yeah <laughs> and then you're also gonna dance around in tights with a baby. <laughs> but in. oh man, uh, I don't care how old you are. Maybe it's just me. I giggle every time they get to the bog of eternal Stance and time. you hear the first oh, farts. Yes. Good oh, fart. Yes. They, great yeah. fart sounds. They did just not roll back. On this design, Shout out to the great fart sound guy.
2: design for farts. Yes. And and it's the design not easy, in general is not easy. Let me tell you. You have to find like <laughs> the right peach, right? The right <laughs> notes. They have to be like synced to the the jumps, I, right? And then at the end, when the dog is doing it, they have to be faster, bro, right? Yeah, that was great. Very job, true. Great job. They,
0: they absolutely nailed what the Bog of Eternal Stench should look like. Because <laughs> I felt like. You immediately almost get a exact idea of what it smells like. You're like, "Oh my god, this place does stink." Obviously, I yes. can't smell it through the TV, but I, this place stinks. And <laughs> I it at
2: some point. I was like, this, <laughs> "Oh my god!"
0: And and Hoggle, he's like, "I don't know why, but it terrified me a little bit." How he's like, "No, you don't just stink; you'll stink forever." And I was Ooh. like, "Oh my god, that would be <laughs> such a horror. like, could you imagine how it much like, of a man? curse it'd be if you stunk? For like you stunk (laughs) so bad that every
1: like oh well how much of a conundrum Mm -hmm. Uh conundrum is that if he's like imagine like your crush is like wants to kiss you but you know that if you get kissed you go to the bog of eternal stench. (laughs) That's a pretty uh, big choice you got to make. Yeah, right. I want her to kiss me, but I don't want to be stinky guy.
0: I don't <laughs> no, know. I, don't I think know. we can't kiss, but we could do other stuff. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, don't kiss me. Don't kiss me. No. <laughs> oh, no, you
0: did. Yeah, so we get the new uh, the new sidekick uh, now, whose the name Fox? I didn't write down. The Fox dog. Guy. Um, oh. but I Fox. just love Theo. You know, I got to talk to you again. Character design right. is so great here. Just a, the right. classic knight that I think would go into any adventure movie. He's he's clearly the knight character, but I love how he's like a fox who rides a dog. Right. <laughs> it's just, yes. It's like a. It's, it's so stupid, trouble. but it's so fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's I did like the trouble.
2: fox. Again, like the, the character building in in this movie is just incredible. Ambrosius
0: is the dog's name. That's right. Yeah, and that, it it
2: makes sense though. Like again, he's is that character that he's saying you know you can't pass here you can you can uh, uh, go to the bridge because uh, i'm here to protect the bridge and blah 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 and then he says you can't go without my permission and then jennifer connelly with the best acting ever she's like well can we have your permission (laughs) (laughs) and then he's
0: like yes oh no one's ever asked before
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> amazing scene this great writing you know it's, That's like, funny. it's so amazing funniest uh, yes this, and you just have distinctness your distinctness of the whole thing and he's like i don't even you know, don't even spell anything i don't spell anything i was like yeah you leave here <laughs> you know yeah. and you're well, so used to this thing like, i don't know how you know but what I
0: realized can't... because I didn't get that either. I thought maybe he can't smell or something or I got used to it. But then I realized he's a dog. And if you ever if you own a dog, you know they love smelling the worst smelling things ever. <laughs> if there's a another pile of dog poop. The first thing they want to do is run over and take a big sniff of it. So of course the dog doesn't care that it stinks. He probably loves it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, There's a great line we passed as uh, separate of this, but she keeps saying this, that's unfair, that's unfair. And at one point, I loved when uh, Jareth says to her, you say that a lot. I wonder what your basis of comparison is. Right. A great little line about when people think things are unfair. Like, <laughs> Jack's are
1: you... on team. What's his name? Jareth?
0: Jareth, the Goblin King. Here You're, team you're on team Goblin King. T- team Jareth. Well, I think oh, I, don't I, I don't think I'm allowed to be on his team anymore. <laughs> yeah, fun. you're all about him until that one. So. I'm, team, I'm team Ludo, I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, Sarah best. escapes the dream and she falls into a garbage dump. She still can't remember anything. And a junk lady tries to distract her with things. She crawls out of the junk and into the goblin city. A giant golem tries to kill them. When a returning Hoggle makes the save, everyone forgives Hoggle immediately. And the team presses on. Uh, Andy, I thought this was kind of a, a good lesson moment in that Mm -hmm. she, she lost sight of what she really wanted. And it was, useless junk that was distracting her i feel like that's kind of a commentary on a lot of people
2: come on america come on america right (laughs) yeah no i agree with you right capitalism just drop it right yeah but also for her as a kid right like you have all this junk all these toys all this everything that is useless right because that's not what life is about like you want to find your path you want to try and find who you are, right? Like, yeah, I get it, right? Like, you're a kid, but, like, you're you're transitioning, like, and that's the first thing that you have to kind of drop there, right? Like, all Mm -hmm. the the childish toys.
0: Yeah. All the things you thought were important, but they're not. Um, She
2: was terrifying,
1: that junkyard lady, too. And it was, like, a perfect, like, I don't know, analogy for people trying to just get you to buy it or take it. Oh, don't you want mm-hmm. this? Don't you want this? Oh, you want yeah. this? Don't you? Don't you want this? Yeah, I do. And then
0: eventually you're like, wait a minute. You're creepy I, looking. I, I, th- <laughs> I thought she was one of the best acted care, uh, puppets yeah. too because I love she started very like, oh, dearie, you lost this. This is the thing. Yeah. And then she'd kind of like start putting it out. Day, oh, well, what about this? And you could see her like almost tell, like she, you could tell the, the puppet knew that this character was, she was losing her grip of her and almost panicking, like, oh, this, this, take this. Take yeah. And you could you could almost feel that, that character, even though it was a puppet, scrambling to try to get control of the situation even mm-hmm. though she couldn't. Um, a lot of messages in this movie that I think are really fun, yeah. like um, uh, life not being fair. And of course, we talked about the consumerism just now. And uh, the big one, friendship, no matter how you look or what you've done yeah. in the past, like you can still have friends yeah. and have people. In your life. There's a lot of these little messages in there that I thought right. were good, but not these heavy handed,
2: mm-hmm. uh, you know, love itself. I think is a central theme, right? Like love, mm-hmm. love and friendship, but also like understanding the difference there, right? Like mm-hmm. she understands that it's important to have friends. It's important to have people that you love around you but in a healthy way, right? Like, I don't want to jump to the finale, but that's where he fails as a character, right? Like, he thinks that love is this thing that you have to force on people. That's, like, the most toxic thing ever about his character, right? Like, oh, if Mm -hmm. you do this, like, if you love me, if you do, like, that's not a contract, right? Like, that's that's not how it works. You can't buy love like that. You can't force love on people, right? Mm -hmm. And, and that's and then, why he's the bad guy that's why he's evil because the love is different it's like he builds with the adventure itself like you find your people you find that connection right with that the, with those mm, who who you think they're valuable of, of your time and effort and you build that connection but you don't force that connection
1: and the the friendship stuff i thought was great because uh i keep wanting to call him boggle hoggle? hoggle uh hoggle but uh I like how he just puts it out there he's like guys i was i I messed up sorry i know you're probably not gonna forgive me but this is what i did and there's like no we will forgive you but i think that's even a lesson like come clean you know don't be like don't communicate right communication there you go like if
2: you're honest and you're communicating with your friends and you like you don't feel weird about just you know like being honest about you know the fact that that you messed Things up because that's also natural, right? We're humans, we can mess things up. The thing is that we, we can talk about it. And if, if we're really friends and I accept the fact that I made that mistake and I say I'm sorry, then you can be forgiven.
0: My favorite, my favorite message of this whole movie was that if you need to take down a golem, you should take it from the top and <laughs> with the guy driving it. Uh, I feel yeah. like that's, yeah. Or you can just take off their head. Yeah. It's, or, yeah, yeah, if, yeah or if yeah, you're yeah. surrounded by the fire gang, take <laughs> off their heads and throw Easy. them in different directions <laughs> uh, before you chilly down. Uh, yeah. So inside the Goblin City, the guards try to catch our heroes. They surround them in a house as Ludo calls on the rocks. Sarah gets to the castle and needs to do this last bit on her own. The Goblin King stalls by singing another song while climbing (laughs) steps. She starts saying the magic words and he offers her bribes, but she says, you have no power over me and breaks the spell and returns home with her brother, Toby, who later grows up to get a job in HR (laughs) as an HR manager at a regional paper company. She she celebrates with all of her weird creature friends. Her dad never actually checks in on her after coming home. (laughs) Um, And they have a party, puppet party, terrifying puppet (laughs) party. This is going to be the last kind of negative thing I say, but uh, (laughs) at this, I love Ludo. love the character, love all the stuff. At this point, it felt like him calling on the rocks was becoming a bit of a cop out. <laughs> like,
1: we get it;
0: you can call the rocks. Like it felt like that was just all. Like whenever there was a problem, he's like, yeah, you know? like,
1: Yeah, he's got, there, like, he's got no else. other powers. He's use massive. That, use massive, that strength, loot some heads. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Somebody needs to get him in the shape. He needs a training montage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: We need a montage yes that'd be fun so, uh, but also the this... castle sequence guys with the vfx of the stairs and everything it reminded me like all those like weird um like uh, optical illusions kind of thing oh yeah yeah right the it, was, are cool. it was great i love that yeah. part i thought it was very artsy and th- that's why i think this is a movie for a hard house uh, exhibit or film festival or or whatever because of this, because of this stuff. This is like very it's very smart from that perspective, mm-hmm. right? There there is a lot yeah. of creativity, there is a lot of art, and it's weird, yes, but I love it.
1: It was I felt like that didn't usually this a lot of it you know gets dated when you look back at movies that are from this time like the 80s especially mm-hmm, right. but i felt like yeah that part was pretty solid like him walking on the steps and kind of flipping on the other steps yeah. and walking upside down i was kind of like well, that looks good that was pretty right. good right. and
2: the music aged- and the music was great yeah. too i mean <laughs> yeah. between the score and the and the songs you're like it's entertaining it's kind of weird but you know, it works it
1: was funny it though really How I was just like solved by her just being like you have no power over me he's like oh yeah
0: okay that's true <laughs> Let me turn right. into an owl.
2: <laughs> just an owl. But
0: this is my second favorite line of the movie. It was from Jareth. He says, fear me, love me, do as I say, and I'll be your slave. <laughs> like, like, wait, Boy. wait, what <laughs> That is that doesn't make sense. <laughs> uh, but that's but, what I think is, is that yeah. messed
2: up thing about you know being a toxic person or you know trying to get into a toxic relationship is for that reason. And and that's why I kind of feel for his character because he doesn't even know what love is, right? Maybe he just thinks that that's how it works, right? Like, if you love me, then I'll be your slave. What? Like, mm-hmm. this is the most messed up thing that's completely not how it works. And it could be yeah. his character. Or it could be like also what her interpretation of love as a child is, right? Because of her issues or because of her past that she just went through with the separation of you know mom and dad and everything who knows but you know it's it's a messed up line but it kind of still like embeds a lot of depth and meaning to me
0: yeah what what about her party at the end though yeah do you think do you think you think old toby was excited to party with some more (laughs) goblins he just (laughs) jumps out the window (laughs) Time totally, you movie, can walk. Oh no! This so... movie made no sense to me, by the way, because the parents went out for a date, and he's like, "You got 13 hours to find this kid." <laughs> uh he cuts some time off, but still, it's labyrinth time. She was,
2: she was gone for a long time, wasn't she? Right, but that's what I mean. Is like, are we really sure that she was there? Because when when they start appear behind the mirror, and 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 this is like. The one of the things that I like the most and Andy knows I use the mirror a lot in my movies and is like a central character to me the mirror itself because it's kind of giving the reveal is like showing what it really is so the fact that they're not really there right there is this fading fade out between the characters thing like you can see them from the mirror but not in real life and then she turns and she kind of sees them Mm -hmm. my interpretation like personally is is it in her head is this something that she is growing up but at the same time she's still keeping some of her childhood inside and that is the part of her childhood like the playfulness the the imagination the you know emotions they're connected to that kind of part like that's that's what i kind of like to believe the fact that we can grow up we can you know approach like the hard part of life but also, like, we can still be some sort of, like, you know, playful and kind of childish at times. But, you know, it's fine.
1: Mm-hmm. It's part just, of growing up. I was just laughing, thinking about she starts dating and ha- having boys over. <laughs> so who are yeah. all these guys? Oh, these are just my puppets. My oh, puppet that's friend. the fire gang. <laughs> fire <Whoa>. gang
0: Ludo. Got to take off one of their heads. Check out this rock. <laughs> 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 so as we wind down here, uh, final thoughts. Of course, Theo, you get the last thought as this is the uh, you're the guest. Uh, I love this movie. Of course, I think outside of the obvious thing, uh, the romantic bit, I thought this movie aged really well. I thought it was a yeah. really fun watch. Again, it was a fun adventure. Totally, if you first time you've seen it, prepare for a wild ride. It's very, <laughs> <Right>. it's different. <laughs> But uh, I thought it was really fun. I really enjoyed it. I'm kind of surprised they haven't tried to remake it or do something like that. And uh, we didn't talk about it, but the Goblin King Jareth, I mean, his attire was top notch chef. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, he just he was rocking that thing. Uh, but that's in, in a way only Bowie could do. Like, oh, yeah. Right. yeah. If that's, Adam that's Sandler was dressed mean. like that, <laughs> I would not buy. <laughs> uh, actually, Adam Sandler. Adam, <laughs> Adam Sandler as the as the Goblin King would be want. a fantastic show. Uh, but I loved it. I, I I loved getting to rewatch it. Andy, what are your final thoughts?
1: Yeah, I had no idea what this was like. So everything was a surprise to me. I'm glad I, I looked up zero. I actually thought Labyrinth was about like his story of like being like a rock star. I thought he was a rock star named Labyrinth because uh, the <laughs> hair and stuff I saw. So I had no idea what I was getting myself into. but um, Oh, that might oh, be the name. I don't know. I don't know what the name of our title is going to be. I thought it was a rock star named. <laughs> but it was fun. It was like a lot of fun and super trippy. But I do got to like applaud all the puppeteers on this because it's like masterfully done. I mean, yeah. Jim Henson's like the goat when it comes to like puppetry, I would think. Right. You know, I mean, he's who, who would I even know. be number two? Yeah, I know. Because he's the only one I know. Uh <laughs> So, yeah, just uh, props to the the crew there. Because, yeah, the, the creatures were amazing. Uh, and then, uh, Theo, last
0: closing thoughts on this one.
2: I want to I do a shout-out to the VFX artists also. Because we mm-hmm. didn't talk about it. But except, I mean, we talked about the final sequence, which was intense. But there's also another moment before maybe like 15, 20 minutes in when uh, Bowie throws the ball. And the ball transforms into this kind of thing that follows them into the tunnel. The cleaner. Right. Yeah. That I thought, you know, like being the 80s, that was very top notch VFX uh, uh, right there. Right. And, And we already spoke about sound design. We already spoke about other VFX characterization. To answer maybe your question, Jack, if it was even a question, like, a remake maybe wouldn't be possible nowadays because of the, the age difference, right? Like, maybe just get an actress that is, you know, legit, uh, mm-hmm. right?
0: Or <laughs> at, nowadays, you'd probably at, just at get age. a younger goblin. I think a, I don't think you'd cast a 38-year-old Goblin King anymore. You'd probably cast, in this day and age, younger. like, in, Timothy in Chalamet. post-Twilight, you're going to get a know. high school-aged yeah. kind of person anyways
2: right yeah but you you can get like like in the last of us i think she's 19 or 20 right but she's playing mm-hmm. 16. so you know just and get get an actress about that age and maybe you can do a remake but the real problem to me is finding someone like bowie um i don't i don't think that nowadays we have adam sandler
0: character
2: <laughs> yeah but no. if you want to do it it'd like be, a singer also right? Be harry like,
1: styles yeah, uh, that Indiana does make and you bring Jennifer Connolly back because she doesn't age.
2: Uh, right. There you go. Sign that would be up.
0: interesting, like return Let's to the it. labyrinth.
2: Okay, I'll make some phone calls.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I so I enjoy this. Now we get this is the last part of the show. We got our final we get we do three questions now. Okay. Um, I'm gonna ask a question, then Annie's gonna question, and we're gonna hit you with the third question. Uh my question what was your favorite song? Oh my god.
2: The voodoo song, I guess. <laughs>
0: the voodoo song. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry. That's the wrong answer. It's chilly down with the Fire gang. Uh, <laughs> the fire gang. Yeah.
2: Guys, it was uh, so The voodoo
0: scary. one was, a, was a, w- close, but fire Gang's is the correct answer. I don't want to yeah. watch it again. That
2: I don't want to watch it
1: again. My question is, which puppet are you?
2: Ooh.
1: Or which do you most identify with? Oh. <sighs>
2: god this is tough um i kind of want to say i don't know i i like the 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 fox dog thingy guy. yeah me too. i thought it was hilarious and with yeah. the party rocks it was i can just... see you being the fox guy yes it was it was probably one of the <laughs> finest moments for me it's like oh, i can't hear this thing here <laughs> I'm, used to
0: it. I'm more of a
1: hoggle myself <laughs> <laughs> you do tell the truth and, you and you're have gonna, a, you're gonna your give face. me jewelry, okay? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's plastic, really. Uh, uh last, so Andy
2: last makes you Ludo.
0: Oh, I'll be Ludo all day, Ludo, uh, time. <laughs> and the hungry. Uh, so last question is this is a tough one. Which, which who's the MVP of the movie? Which character, not not counting the goblin king or sarah the main characters
2: hoggle i
0: guess you, you the most you think he's the most valuable? i guess he does tell the lesson of friendship friendship yeah
2: yeah red yeah. really yes there but needs I think to be a, is the a, most, a hoggle yeah, it's,
1: dobby uh cop it's one of the duo. most important
2: messages there right <laughs> buddy so. cop
1: movie hoggle and dobby <laughs> Hoggle and Dobby. And they do like a back-to-back
0: pose with (laughs) (laughs) guys. Yes, and Hoggle's the one that does things the wrong way. and, uh, (laughs) And Dobby's always like, no, we do it by the book. He's like, if you want to get anything done around here, yeah. But you know, you know, it's great that Huggle does the bad stuff, but then he always
1: tells Dobby what he did. He's like, yeah, I smacked him in the face and I threw him in the garbage can. I stole oh, the okay. drugs and I did them. <laughs> oh,
0: Hoggle's doing a lot of drugs. Yeah, so that yeah. does it for this, this week's episode or this year's episode. Next year, next week, the next episode, we're going to 1987 to review over the top. Then 1988 right. for They Live. And then 1989 ran out of the 80s with a swift kick from Kickboxer himself. That'll there be a fun go. one. That's uh, my jam. My name's Jack Farmer. You can find me at Real Jack Farmer across all social media. Like, wow. comment, share, subscribe, follow Andy. Where can the world find you? You can find me at just Andy Rousey. And Theo, if someone wants to see all the stuff you're working on, where can they
2: check that out? Well, my Insta and TikTok and everything is Theo underscore Francoci. Um Yes, I guess between these new projects coming up, um, there 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 is some movement, right? There is some some stuff cooking. Um, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, tell us what you're writing about, Theo, real quick.
2: Yes, I got, I got like a mythological horror. In the Ooh. making. Yeah, I know. It's kind of, wait, what is going on? Well, talking about Labyrinth, it's not exactly like Labyrinth. It's more like postmodern, but is is inspired by um, a Greek tragedy that I'm yeah. writing. I'm hoping to shoot maybe summertime. And um, yeah, I'm really invested in this project. And besides working with Andy on, on Surprise to See Me, I also have another filming post-production that i'm working on right now is called living in color and the spoiler there is that andy's playing one of the characters Mm. and it's actually it's a musical it's like i kind of describe it as a dark musical because usually musicals are very happy this is will we get to
0: see andy (laughs) sing
1: (laughs) maybe tune in (laughs)
2: <laughs> Only one way to find out, dear
0: Jack. That that's my favorite way to close off. So that'll do it for us. This has been the evolution of movies. Uh, whenever you're listening to this, uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. We will see all of you next year.